Podly Dum. All the cycles, all the cycles. Welcome to Pod Leadum. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm Lex Basile Price, and when you float, you either rise to the top or sink. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and as you all know, I don't laugh enough, so thank you very much. <laughs> and I'm JDB Crump, and there's a TV term called pop. And we're, of course. Sorry. <laughs> that one really got you, Hannah. <laughs> you exact, did the lean back. The, the lean exact back. same way I laughed when it happened in the episode. <laughs> We're, of course, talking about Cycle 20, Episode 5, The Guy Who Gets to Kiss the Girl, Literally Vomit. Mm -hmm. It's also everybody, basically. Yes. Yes. Could be anyone. I retitled it, The Girl Who Cussed at the Wrong Fucking Person. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you my alternate title, just because I feel like y'all will like it and it's stupid? Sure. The Girl Who Needs to Show Her Top Model Work on Her Top Model Math. Nice. <laughs> and if, and if you want to show you, oh, <laughs> if you want to show your work on your math, you can become an, a sponsor of the podcast by clicking our clicksel in the show notes. And we've got two, a double double. <laughs> we haven't done it Release all the footage of us trying to do that. <laughs> That's our montage. Leah and Jeffrey. Leah. Leah. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Jeffrey is a real bitch name huh there's a- I, I like it i think jeffrey's like he's own dynasty mm-hmm. and <laughs> lee is a if rival it's a, if it's a geo jeffrey you're like a joffrey oh, oh yes 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 mm-hmm. yes lee and jeffrey that thank you so much and a lot of people after we reached out via the podcast and said hey when Anchor.fm became Spotify for podcasters. Some of these credit cards did not auto-renew. And a lot of you said, I checked. And mine didn't. (laughs) (laughs) And we appreciate your checking. We do. Yeah, so... And your checking accounts. (laughs) So go... Oh, that's what it stands for. (laughs) I figured that out. So go ahead. Be like Leah and Jeffrey, who might be new, who might be renewed. Mm. Either way. But yeah, double check if you're someone who still wants to give us that dollar that you double definitely check. have. Double check? I think you mean double, double check. <laughs> no. <laughs> Perfect. We open with Nina auditioning for our podcast. Oh, yeah. For real. <laughs> she says, I think it's so funny how they just plaster the text over the losing people's forehead. <laughs> Digital flart, <laughs> gorgeous, covering Chris, mm-hmm. body is amazing, and serving the light. That font on serving the light. Mm. No, thank no, no, you. no, no. Also, serving the light sounds very Christian to me. <laughs> like a compliment you would give to someone in the choir, like, like, like Melody, you were serving the light the, I'll, this morning at I'll, service. Oh, <laughs> make one step further, it's a Christian allegory in a fantasy novel. You're serving the light. Ooh, very nice. Mm-hmm. And I had to write, Marvin is over Jordan, so is Kanani. Oh, it seems the whole house. Because <laughs> Jordan staring at her digital flart 
is so close. So close. So <laughs> physically close. Eyesight issues close. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and this is this episode has one theme, and that's hey. We got to make it so that you don't think Jordan's going to win this. Uh -huh. We got to make everyone <laughs> hate Jordan. Even the people like Corey, who hates the word hate later, mm -hmm. is still like, but I do. Great. Everyone's like, great model. We can't deny that. <laughs> <laughs> we, they've all just been talking to Renee, and she's like, I didn't told you. I told you all. She sucked. That it's like, we're not setting up Jordan to win. No, no, no. We would never. But everyone will mention that she's a great model, even in the midst of their hatred. <laughs> <laughs> it's such an objective household. He's like, look, feelings aside, they're all Angelis. They're all like, oh, <laughs> she's good, though. So Jordan picks Nina. Because she's running out of people who like her in this house. And Nina is adopting all of our problem children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nina is the one I become more and more emotionally worried for and yes. about throughout the next two episodes. Nina, you don't need to be Miss Peregrine's home for children. Like, <laughs> But doesn't she? Doesn't she? <laughs> Isn't that her future? <laughs> and then we get a new storyline about Jordan. From Renee. Yes. Have y'all noticed that a lot of our storylines are taking place off screen and then we're getting them in hearsay format? Uh -huh. I'm not sure why that's happening. I don't know. Well, I, I think this is happening about Jordan because Jordan doesn't talk about it. I think Jordan is like undercovers being like, my model management company went bust. Now I'm, this is my only chance. I think the show truly thought that the relationships between the guys and gals mm -hmm. were going to be the thing that drew people to this season. And so mm -hmm. normally plot lines that we would have gotten in traditional cycles of yeah. top model are cast aside as that hearsay you're speaking of mm -hmm. because so they're we like can get more footage of Mike saying Bianca's cute. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I think so. And I'm like, that's not what we want at all. We want a deep dive into who has a manager uh -huh. <laughs> and that she had to quote unquote, resort to this this was <laughs> really proves our point about her not wanting to do this show sure does <laughs> um alex is a top model first because she's the first person who misses her mom but has a good reason to mm -hmm. be worried about being away from her not just missing her mom because she's never been around another person before like so many top model contestants in the past her mom's actually sick. But she sure is carrying that too much eyeshadow into her interviews. Mm. <laughs> That's her security blanket, <laughs> eyeshadow. I, and while we'll bring up that she's really caring for her mom, there's a moment later where I'm like, oh, did we just sweep this under the rug? Because I'm pretty sure she gets one, she's one of the people that gets fully fucked over later. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Phil says something awfully presumptive. When Phil says he's going to be away from Zoe, his girlfriend, for two months. And I was like, oh, you think you're going to do the whole two months, huh? And then this, I feel bad for Gianna. Yep. Gianna did not know that her fucked up dancer feet were going to be on national television. <laughs> As someone who has dealt with dancing feet syndrome, you don't want that on TV. And yet, Phil grabs her foot and is, like, pointing it to the camera. Like, wiki feet was being created in the moment. <laughs> wow. I'm trying to give Phil the littlest, tiniest benefit of the doubt. I'm trying because having someone to flirt with when you are away from your partner is not a bad thing in and of itself. And I think that he probably not a terrible thing. is a little touch starved. He seems like mm -hmm. a very physically affectionate person and is used to that. But 
when he describes Gianna as what you would get if you combine three of his ex-girlfriends, <laughs> I noped right out of there. <laughs> well, also, we catch this, the end of a conversation where he's talking to her while she's clearly trying to sleep. And he goes, well, I think what you think about marriage might not be what I think about marriage. Uh, and I was like, what was the lead up to that statement? Open relationship. Yeah, but I'm like, but neither of you are married, Kurt. What are you talking? Are you planning for the future of cheating on Zoe? What yes. are you talking about? <laughs> so phone call day discussion happens. And I hate doing this. But I'm going to give a little credit to Mike's weird, screamy intro. Yeah. Because I think this was new when he went in there. And it continues. The casual information drop of Tyra Sweet Winner controls phone privileges. The bonus powers that the Tyra Sweet is going to nebulously get throughout the rest of the cycle is fascinating to me. Because phone calls are our most, and I know why they're doing it, it's our most volatile thing. Mm -hmm. You also, you think after last season, you'd want everyone to get on that phone. I don't know. From a producer standpoint, I do understand the like, well, let's blame the winner. Sure. It makes sense. I <laughs> loved her counting 40, 50, 10. And what Nina going, Nina saying, love the girl, but she kind of turns on the dumbness. <laughs> like Jordan has so a good. dumb a dumb switch that she's like, uh-oh, gotta be dumb for a bit. Yeah. So we Okay. So Jordan decides, after asking how many fives go into 60, mm -hmm. that they're gonna get an hour of phone call time. So they have to divide that up. But she, for some reason, looks at her clock and is go, Oh, it's 940. So you and I get 10 minutes, even though time doesn't start until 10. So Many people are going to get fucked over by your terrible math, Jordan. It was so confusing what was happening. But the end result is she decides, and I think this would be fair if she had done the math correctly. If she stuck correctly. to it. If she mm -hmm. stuck, yeah. yeah. Jordan and Nina getting 10 because they're the Tyra Sweet inhabitants is fine. Everyone else gets five. But I will also say this. Five minutes is nothing. No, nothing. That's you. Ten minutes Hello? is barely anything. But five minutes, mm -hmm. you pick. by the time you pick up the phone, you're like, hey, I'm alive. Did anyone die at home? <laughs> Victoria would not have been able to even take a full breath from all the sobbing in five minutes. <laughs> oh, man. And, oh, no, Jordan's also currently in a bad relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And you also, before we even get to the bad part of the relationship, you know this is going to be bad because we have the call duration graphic pop up immediately. immediately. The worst enemy of someone on the phone, the call duration graphic. But yeah, her older boyfriend is very upset that she performed nudity. And I assume that he's talking about the nude wedding photo yeah. shoot where she's yeah. completely covered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I say this, this is going to sound meaner. Then I mean it to sound, but this phone call and the ensuing brouhaha really makes me think that Jordan needs some serious time in therapy. Yes. Like actual good well, therapy. And I think that she almost gets there because she's like, I was married 18. I was divorced at 18. I grew up a lot. I'm really mature. Now at 19 with my new boyfriend, I'm great. And I'm like, Jordan. It's been less than a year since you were married and divorced. And you're living in your boyfriend's parents' house. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan's someone that definitely was using Top Model as an escape, as we've discussed. But now that escape is also going to be yet another, like, 
mental prison for her. Yeah. It's just so rough. Also, Jeremy's slow panic realization that he might not get his phone call time with his mom as the other mom lover. You just see him walking around like, oh, I gotta get my five minutes soon. <laughs> gotta talk to mom. <laughs> Renee is correct, as always, when she says, Jordan is being a bitch. This is bitchy behavior. So Jordan exits the phone booth. Way over 10 minutes. Way over 10 Wait, minutes. Like, at least 15. Yeah, yeah. The last yeah. number we see is 14. And that's clearly not near the end of the conversation. And there are a lot of ways she could have played this. Because sure I think is. if she had come out and just been like, I'm so sorry. He was really upset. I miss him so much. I took longer than I meant to. This would not have happened. No, it would not have. But instead she walks out, knows that she fucked up, doesn't want to admit that she fucked up, and says... Just so you know, you guys, since I have the Tyra suite, I can talk as long as I wanted to on the phone. <laughs> and I'm like, Nina's right there. Nina, to tell and you see, to tell no, 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 no. Like. You see Nina go, I'm avoiding this, slips right into the phone booth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> also, she should have just gone to Chris and been like, Chris, you're not going to talk to anybody, right? Can you just give that five minutes to someone else? <laughs> this is my favorite part of this whole fight because he is just standing in the middle the vortex of the fight looking so thrilled that no one is mad at him <laughs> chris's redemption is other people get being thrown under the bus <laughs> chris's redemption is him sarcastically clapping as <laughs> the end it is just such a look for someone to talk about how much more mature they are than anybody else Ugh. in a situation while they are acting like a bratty child the brattiest child and renee does the right thing because she's getting very heated and is like, I'm going to walk away from this. Oh, before Your that, favorite though. captions crunch, Renee scoffs. Uh-huh. Dawn's <laughs> face. Dawn's face when Jordan says that they are being immature. Is oh, my like, God. He amazing. was just like, woo! Okay! <laughs> Jiffable. Jiffable Dawn. <laughs> but yeah, and then Jordan just, all Jordan takes from the conversation with Renee is, wow, she's going to hit me? It's like, no, she said, she's not going to hit you. I'm going to hit you. And then Jeremy. Oh, fuck off, This is done. This is done. This should be done. We are, Renee has walked away. People Mm -hmm. are in the phone booth. Jeremy decides now at the end of the argument, it's time to defend his love of Jordan. (laughs) You're the one walking away, Renee. So what? And then then Corey. Corey, queen. Says, uh, 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 I'm not going to let this narrative of angry black woman Renee. We're not doing that today. Of course, says, what, do you want to come back and make them fight? Like, what, yeah. What's the goal there? Why is dumb baby white man reigniting this fight? And then Jeremy's Corey, like, Renee, you come back and you beat up Jordan. Like you said. <laughs> and then Corey is me calls Jeremy sad puppy, which I am mm. pretty sure I said last episode. I think you truly did. Sadly, I think that started with Jordan. Oh, maybe. Jordan was the one who started calling him but a sad puppy. Sad, stupid puppy. <sighs> and then Nina gets a, gets a stitched together oh. interview. And I've got to read it just like it's edited. People are mad at Jordan because it's jealousy. It's definitely jealousy. <laughs> From Nina, one of those was on planet Earth and one of those was on Venus. <laughs> it had different atmosphere. It had different vocals. Room tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a very not-stitched-together interview. <laughs> and then here comes the fucking victimhood. 
It sucks that people don't like me because they think I'm their biggest competition. And I don't think it's fair, but I have to deal with it. I'm literally going to be living in hell until the end of this competition. (laughs) I know this is like so minor, but like you're not literally living in hell. Come on. You're winning a modeling competition. There's worse. (laughs) There's worse layers. Dante's nine layers. Dante's Inferno. There's worse ones. She and Chris connected so strongly now that I'm thinking about it because I think they are both in very similar places where it's like, I believe that you want to do the emotional work and you have gotten yourself out of some really toxic situations, but you're not quite at a level of self-awareness yet yeah and part of it's just young he's very young yes especially jordan and i think a lot of times people that have been through trauma and abuse and really rough times think like oh i am mature because i'm able to have come out the other side but Mm -hmm. not realizing that like that isn't real mature that's like a really useful defense that helped yeah. you, but like you're not, you haven't really dealt with it. That's not really maturity. I feel like a word we used to use is tough mm-hmm. when someone did stuff like when someone had to go through really difficult things and they're on the other side of it. They're like, I had to be very tough. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're currently in a healthy state of mind. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to have to be tough oh, God. to get through. Someone I did not know appeared on this show again. And this, this, this from their appearance to the end of their appearance in the episode is my least favorite segment we've ever done in a single episode yeah. with the, with blackface aside as a photo yes. shoot thing. Non-blackface category. Yeah. Yes. This, <laughs> it's my special technical award for. Adapted screenplay and original screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that this segment made me miss tyra and tyler perry you know you know would not have i never thought those words would ever in a million years come out of my mouth and yet right here with you though lex right here with you the saving graces they call it smize tv (laughs) two bad flavors that taste worse together whole wheat and waffle and peanut butter We're at the Hollywood and Highland Shopping Center with Brian Boy and Perez Hilton. Ugh. Perez Hilton doing their Riddler cosplay. Yeah, okay, let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about it now, okay? Let's talk about their hideous outfit now. That is a t-shirt masquerading as three pieces of clothing. It is a hideous mm-hmm. neon yellow color of bl- check blazer that's not there. There is a sweater, not there. There is a button down. And also, for some reason, a white undershirt on this fake shirt. And tucked into yellow, yellow pants with a Hot Topic stud belt. This is searing, searing across your retinas. (gasps) The sentence, we both started off as bloggers but became fabulous personalities by being fiercely outspoken. Not a ringing endorsement for bloggers. I wonder if Brian Boy was like, well, oh, okay, hold up. <laughs> this <laughs> is a rare chance for me, Brian Boy, to not be the worst person on screen, so. <laughs> but, but I also love the idea of like, well, right now I'm a blogger, but I'm hoping one day to be a fabulous personality. And here's Corey's worst Ugh. moment. Yeah. Uh, he likes Perez Hilton, so. You know, we can't all be perfect. We all have our flaws. 
I also <laughs> think there was a time. I don't remember ever looking at the website. By the time I knew who Perez Hilton was, I feel like we were on the other side of how culture felt about them. Mm-hmm. But I think Perez Hilton for a while was like, that people thought I'd never heard this exact, but it was like second coming of fashion place. It was going to be your, your, sure. your bitchy, fun, mean spirited, whatever. I, I looked at Perez Hilton pretty consistently, like in the early days. Cause I was like trying to it figure out thing. how to get fun gossip. Yeah. Um, and then outgrew it extremely quickly. <laughs> well, because it's so puerile. And but I, think I, yeah. I bet if you really looked at the early stuff, it wasn't quite as what it became because how could yes. it possibly survive that? But it was just like one of those things that you could tell Hilton just kept taking like an inch more every single time, uh-huh. but mm-hmm. didn't necessarily learn when they crossed the line. It's like the opposite of Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers always felt that moment. It felt like where she was like, I went one step too far and now I'm, Taking yeah. it back for a while. Mm-hmm. Gonna test the waters again. There was no dipping of toes for Perez Hilton. He just was like diving off the pier. I think that <laughs> Perez Hilton comes from a place where he believes that everything he does is punching up. Yes. Mm. And it's yes. not interesting. Mm-hmm. Never acknowledges their own cultural power. Yes. And also comes from a place where they're always going to be the victim. Mm-hmm. And so why, you know, why can't they do that? And I yeah it's not yeah this this whole segment is just a study and it's so gross in well i know that i'm that society says that i'm not allowed to harass women so i won't but i'm gonna do (laughs) the exact same thing to men because that's okay yeah and also it the whole so what the challenge is is they're going to be going down and they're going to be interviewing people on the street which chris is weirdly excited about why Why? is chris so excited for this i I don't know but he's just like (laughs) talking to people who don't know me yet they might like me Um, (laughs) they're gonna go down and if that was just what this was like little model correspondent thing had been fine but they have a, a an earpiece connected to Brian Boy and Perez Hilton. And basically, if they say to ask a question, you find out later, they literally have to say word for word what it is. And Perez Hilton is feeding them stuff that's awful. Awful. This is also the worst lesson you can tell people because this is basically a casting couch situation. Really, Mm -hmm. you have to do exactly what I say. And if you don't do it, you're going to be punished for it. Yeah, which, and it literally happens to someone. This framing of it as, well, this is what makes correspondence successful. That's how you stay on your toes. No. No, wait. That's what I hate about it is they keep harping on the fact that this is what it means to be live and to keep it rolling with the punches. And you're like, no, that's... The, the the better version of this was when they did the e thing and the teleprompter blanked out, which yes. was mean spirited. But that's or actually when you they rolling had to with the punches. Janice, yes, because mm-hmm. then your interview subject is the one bringing chaos, and you have they to are difficult. bring it down. Mm-hmm. This is just hey, harass that person. Ask this person a really inappropriate. What if your question. boss was the worst person you've ever met? Take off your clothes. Just t- literally take off your clothes. Yep. So they are, as JW said. Working for Smize TV, which the fact that Love the it. pop department even brought up the little microphone. In the past, the it's been heroes. A&TM TV, yeah, so now Smize is just the word for A&TM. Oh my god, could you imagine if it was Tooch and Booch, and they had they had to have a different <laughs> one for men and women? Then, Brian Boy, to his credit, mostly stays out of it. Other than cackling, mostly doesn't give See, them that's things. What I, I can't give Brian Boy credit for that because they're just egging Perez Hilton sure, on. I agree. Yeah. But they ask at one point, ask him where he got whatever he's wearing. 
Cool question. Ooh, great. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to say that this is not the job for Phil. <gasps> because they feed Phil the question, describe your personal style. And he decides to expand on that by going, describe your personal style. Like, what's going on? And then, then he grabs this woman's hair and sure does. pulls. To the point that she says, well, that's too rough. Sweet, respectful, being way too nice to Phil woman. Uh-huh. And then... And if you haven't seen this episode, y'all, you might be because they were talking about Phil's weave. And then she was like, well, my hair's real. And he's like, really? Can I tug it? I think it? she misheard the question. I, yes. she, he's tugging it while he's asking, which is not how you ask a question. That's like opening the door while you're knocking. <laughs> and then he pulls it so... I can't get over how hard he pulled it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then Perez... She's Hilton, off balance. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Perez Hilton tells her to sexually harass her. On top of the hair pulling. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is so bad. I do love Chris going. So tell me, why are you wearing this orange dress? <laughs> That's a pretty stupid color, right? <laughs> like, it's so funny that Chris is, like, trying so hard, but, like, doesn't understand how to how silly his question is. And then he makes Perez Helton. Sexually harasses Jeremy yep. because he's 19 and doesn't know that he's allowed to say no to things. Because he tells him to... Get naked. To the point that he also has to take off his mic pack. Yeah. And we get a blur again on Jeremy's dick. Yeah. It's so... And the poor person being interviewed who can't hear these instructions is just like, what's happening? Then we get our challenge holding area rooftop (laughs) where everyone is losing their minds. (laughs) Because they've either just been told to sexually harass people or they've heard Mm -hmm. what they're going to have to do. Yes. And I got to say, we don't see any of the women interviewing practically because Perez Hilton doesn't care. Nope. And is no here to hate women. Yep. Except for we see a little bit Ooh. of Alexandra's interview. And Brian Boy says that she looks nervous. And I said, she has her back to you. And you are 50 feet stories in the air. <laughs> how could you tell how anyone looks right now? And then we also get Gianna, who makes the correct decision. To reframe a question. Proud of her. Yes. Because Perez Hilton says, ask him if he puts out on a first date. And Gianna says, hey, do you prefer a woman who like. I think she said keeps it classy, yeah, which isn't the best it, language, what, but whatever. whatever. She's, yeah. She is thrown. I'm yeah. giving it to her a little bit. But she's oh, like. Oh, yeah. No, Gianna does the correct thing where she was like, I'm going to take that gross question. Still ask the question, but not make it as gross. Mm-hmm. Which puts Perez Hilton off because he's like, that I don't care about women. I want to know if this man fucks. And it also made me sad because Gianna had the cutest, mysterious Gianna moment in their interview. <laughs> because her subject is a little kooky. She asks what his personal style is. And he says, planetarian. And she responds, planetarian? Me too! <laughs> I'm relating. (laughs) Renee, I've noticed, sometimes drops one important word from her sentences (laughs) because of Jordan. Because Renee is, like, enlivened by everyone else hating Jordan equally. On the rooftop, Renee looks at Jordan and says, my fucking toe that I just clipped off has more personality than her. And I'm like, I assume you meant toenail. (laughs) No, she is is part of the evil stepmother's daughters Mm -hmm. in Cinderella. And she cut off a toe to put that shoe on. Keep the fairy tales original. (laughs) (laughs) Don't Disney-fy my horror stories. (laughs) And 
Jordan trying to act maturity. Oh my god. <laughs> it happened in the morning. <laughs> it doesn't need to be carried on. I'm like, you mean 45 minutes ago? <laughs> Jordan, it's 11 o'clock! This was a this was a daylight fight. <laughs> we can't still be talking about it. <laughs> then to Marvin, Perez Hilton tells him to tell this stranger he's talking to that he's puny, and then to ask him about chaps. About if he likes wearing chaps. And this is where Marvin shines Best love bright. Marvin. Yes. Because Marvin, two things. One, Marvin found a little friend slash crush in this person. Yes. We learned that Bar- Marvin likes a boyfriend twin because they look yep. exactly, oh exactly the alike. same. Yes, just slightly <laughs> more quaffed. Yes. And then Marvin said, I'm not going to be Perez Hilton. I am not going to bash people to be famous. I I don't care what he, he to camera says, mm-hmm. I don't care what he says. I'm not doing this challenge that way. Mm-hmm. If I have to bash someone to be famous, I don't want to be famous. Yep. He ends up hugging his boyfriend twin. Oh, it's yeah. so well, sweet. I mean, Marvin is handsy. We know this about You're Marvin. fixing his hair. <laughs> yeah. This is the cutest. I'm sorry. I need Marvin to only be a little bit toxically queer because this is the best <laughs> Marvin. Absolutely. Well, and just of all, maybe I'm not giving him enough credit, but I did not expect Marvin to be a really, really outspokenly anti-Perez Hilton person. Sort of, it does put Marvin's creepiness in context a little bit, because I think this is someone who truly does not understand that affection can be unwanted and creepy. Mm, Sure. Because he never experiences it that way. No. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And that is some privilege that he needs to... Unpack. Unpack. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's coming from a predatory place. No, but this it shows is that predatory. he's not like a malicious it is person. Pred- but it becomes yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is predatory yeah. behavior yes. from a non-predatory place. He needs just he needs a person to have a conversation with him that is like, this is not okay. This yes. is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. That's and maybe I the think conversation that Dawn's having no in the background. Yeah. When she says no, she means yes. That's a myth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool. We get Perez Hilton telling them he was disappointed with the ladies because they exist. But I love Gianna's bold face lie mm. when she was like, I thought I did ask all the questions. <laughs> Gianna. And I'm like, you know you did it, Gianna. Come on. I love it. I love that she's like, oh, oh. her fake aghast face. Oh, oh, oh. I, I guess I. I, I fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Jeremy wins because he followed every instruction. What mm-hmm. a terrible lesson for everyone. <laughs> Even Jeremy then... in the casting area was like, and then I had to get naked and I kind of just blacked out. and I don't know what happened. And then I just woke up to winning a prize of a romantic dinner at the grill. <laughs> this is made up for because Jeremy oh, won. Oh, 100. Well, this is not a romantic dinner. I thought at first. Dinner. At first dinner. You think, dinner. At first you think, okay, they're going to go home, get changed into cute things, and go out for dinner. No, they want a casual lunch that is not at all romantic because that restaurant was not open. It was not open. It was fully empty. Mm-hmm. They won seafood. You, <laughs> you can hear servers wrapping silverware yes. in napkins. <laughs> Also, just we know it's and what's wild is like we see it's daylight when they go in the restaurant. The rest of the contestants are back in the bus because now Without Jordan, them. yeah, Jordan. Because at first I was like, wow, bold of Corey to come for Jordan I read and Jeremy. The same thing. I was like, Corey, right to their faces. <laughs> 
No, this is, this is, ooh, yes, we get to shit talk them finally. Now that they're not here, we get to go in on them. And then Corey has a talking head where he catches himself. He's like, lover is a model, hater is a person. Oh no, hate is such a strong word though. Yeah, and also, it just says, Jeremy, not a model. Jeremy is a body. Jeremy is not doing nothing. Now, there's a Jeremy moment that I unironically love. When Jordan is starting to tell her story, to, and he goes, well, I would have made sure everyone got to talk on the phone. And I was like, oh! <laughs> and then J- Jordan the, said, the most you. gentle, The most gentle reproof that Jordan chooses to pretend did not happen. <laughs> I also love, we get a talking head of J- Jeremy being like, I love Jordan. I love her personality. Cut to, I don't know anything about you. Yep. And then the statement from Jordan. If this, like, I hope she watched this back and realized things about herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she says, this is why I don't have friends. This is why at home I choose not to interact with people. We know she's not good at math, so maybe she doesn't know fractions. She doesn't realize that she is the common denominator in these situations. Honey, get some friends. You are 19. You need friends. And then in a continuing pattern this episode, Chris does another out of nowhere thing because he runs in to see the scoreboard and is excited that Corey got a nine. He runs in and goes, Corey got a nine. Because Corey he was helped so, him. so activated by not being the cause of a fight. Oh, yeah. I just love chaos chris who's just like mm-hmm. i never literally know what he's got to talk about because he seems excited about stuff that i'm like but no one's excited about this and it, we, it has to be said that jordan even though every episode before this is like I hate jeremy i hate him he follows me around he's in love with mm-hmm. me i don't like him is now like my best friend because you have no one here because nina's not around right now yeah. <laughs> So challenge scores. Jeremy gets a 10, so we're getting some 10s again. Mm -hmm. Corey, Corey, Chris, and Phil get a 9. How did... Well, because Phil danced monkey dance, so... Yeah. Yeah. Don, Jordan, and Kanani get an 8. So Jordan was the highest woman. And Kanani. And Kanani. Yep. Alex, Nina, Renee, 7. And then Yes, we're back to Alex. Yeah, Alex. I'm sure we'll see a re-edit soon of this whole scoreboard where Alex is at the top with a 12 or something. (laughs) Alexandra. And then... Gianna Marvin 6. The extreme close-ups of the scoreboard where you can see the wavering TV screen. (laughs) Starts pixelating, yeah. Nina comes in in a leprechaun hat that she found at some point and will never see it again. (laughs) I found a new wall decal. Ooh! It says, no tools on a cabinet in the kitchen huh interesting i also noticed something in the house there's one floor where they've put down a ton of post-its that are like equally separated from one another and i think they like made a twister (laughs) because it's a row of blue a row of yellow and a row of red i was like (laughs) i think they're just making their own board games that's actually pretty cute (laughs) unless marvin did it stop it marvin (laughs) so we hit to the photo shoot what does Johnny's hat say? Could not figure out the first letter. <laughs> Me Is either. it a J or a T? Is it Jahan or John, like his name Johnny? Or is it Van or Than? Or is he like a secret Star Trek fan and it said Khan? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I, I don't know. 
it, this didn't seem like a Johnny hat. This seemed like Johnny brought in a hat that was like, fuck this bullshit. And they're like, Johnny, <laughs> no, you can't no, no. wear that. And so they gave him this hat that they've just been holding on to. He was like, fuck the breeders. So they're just like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Too much. But turns out this isn't a photo shoot because they're going to be acting in at first the what's called a sexy fragrance commercial (laughs) the the least sexy thing we've ever experienced on this show Uh. (laughs) all right (laughs) because how do you even dive in the guys will be dressing like girls today and the girls you'll be dressing like guys which we knew was inevitable this was eventually gonna happen sure johnny brings out a new friend old friend yeah he's been on the show before <laughs> mm-hmm. but now he it. just knows johnny johnny's a good <laughs> yeah. friend yeah. comedian and character actor from the groundlings theater jeremy roley yep. and he is and i think i said this the first time famously lubert from iCarly, who is returned for the reboot yeah, <laughs> yeah and i'm pretty sure met tyra banks doing coyote ugly mm-hmm his his Wikipedia page was written by someone who only cares about Nickelodeon. It's yeah. so funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of a big deal because he was on All That. He was like one of the few adult people that was like Amanda recurring. Show. Yeah. And what I like about... First of all, there's... At first, it seems like there's no reason for him specifically uh-huh. to be here. But then, mm-hmm. even though they cut almost all of it out, it is him being like, look... I'm on Nickelodeon. I know over-the-top, campy, one-dimensional characters. Mm-hmm. Stop giving them an inner life. <laughs> That's not <laughs> what we're doing. I just wish we had seen more than what we are shown here. Because here he's like, he's here to give you tips. And he's like, ladies, to be a man, spread your legs. Men, to be a lady, draw a string up your be head. Be taller. <laughs> yeah, posture? Posture? <laughs> if you say so. And then... Uh, they have to pick a partner that they are going to kiss. Jeremy has Shannon levels of naive horniness. Yeah. This is a shaken up diet, Dr. Pepper. Whoa, and beca- mama. <laughs> because in a recurring pattern, it's going to be basic based on the call out order. Uh-huh. This is the, it's get, you know, Corey would have tried to have messed this up just oh, like yeah. he did yeah. with oh, the yeah. runway in the oh, first yeah. episode, mm-hmm. but he has to pick last and you can tell like, Corey, like, ah, pick. Well, he doesn't he, get to pick. He has to say Alex's name aloud. <laughs> so Jordan picks Jeremy, her only friend. Mm-hmm. Phil picks Gianna because of, of course. course. Mm-hmm. These are just all our couples. Yeah. Nina picks Chris. Don picks Kanani. Hottest couple. Agreed. Renee gets shafted to Marvin. <laughs> her face. Face. Her face. She knows. She, she knows. knows. And then, also, I feel really bad that Alexandra is the last pick. It's just well, because Alex isn't paired comments. with anyone. Yes. Yeah. So Corey and Corey goes, and I pick Alexandra as the. <laughs> They weren't the leftovers. He tries to make it nice for her. There is nothing I love more. It doesn't happen exactly here, but in reality television, there is nothing I adore more than when they're doing dodgeball style picking and that last person gets picked and that team captain says, and I got the person I definitely wanted. Because <laughs> I would do the same thing. I'd be like, oh my God, Alex, that's who I wanted the whole time. You guys didn't snatch up Alex. Oh. <laughs> Then we get Tyra's oh. panel photo now. <laughs> yes, without Flixel. Because I read, when was this photo taken? Text without context. No because context. We just get a picture of Tyra as 
Tyrone. Have we seen this photo before? No, this is this is oh. for the shoot. They just put it here for to because Johnny says, "Oh, Tyra's done this," which she's not. She did it for this photo shoot for this episode. Yes. And they just unflixled it to make it seem like a real picture. And I only say this next phrase because I we need to be reminded what part of culture we're in right now. Because we got a fierce tranny comment, mm-hmm. which glad that that went the way of Project Runway's older seasons. Yeah. But I also am so glad for Corey that he finally gets to express himself a little bit and be like, you guys don't understand that for this whole competition, I've been posing as something I am not. Mm-hmm. And he's done drag and we have photos to back yeah. it up. Mm-hmm. And you know what I appreciate? It seems like we got people that know how to do drag makeup because this is yeah. drag makeup. Drag queen makeup because oh, did sure. Perez Hilton style the wigs for these women? Because whoever did hates, hates these women. <laughs> what are these wigs? <laughs> Sorry, I'm so, There's so many. About this. There are so many like bowl cut wigs that these women have to put on. That's all they get. That's all they get. <laughs> Only Kanani. Only Kanani gets something workable. <laughs> but I think that's because Kanani's is mostly under hat. Yes. Yeah. We also... Okay. Renee begging Marvin not to be weird and being like, I will even just kiss you right now to get it over with because she I... She gives him the most matter-of-fact peck. Yes. And he does the Snoopy dance. He's so excited. And it's not even a bad thing because honestly, if you've not kissed the person before and you talk to them about it beforehand, oh. it's great to get the nerves out. Yeah. Yes. With consent, obviously. Especially like, hey, let's it seems go like... ahead and get kissing so that this isn't Very weird in the smart. moment. Because they're each, the tension. They're going to get one take. Yeah, that's the wild thing about this whole thing. So she kisses him, and Marvin literally doesn't know what to do with himself. It's, I'm, he seems like he has never been kissed. Yeah. With the energy that he gives here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think that's, it and look that's still pretty young i can't tell i don't remember when my first kiss was i know a lot of people have a good memory of that i don't remember mine (laughs) just his his severe horniness has belied this fact that he has never done anything because when renee gives him the most professional kiss he just is like (laughs) well i think that's why marvin does it to some degree i think because he has zero experience he tries to like overperform all mm-hmm. of this stuff because if if we hadn't had let's say let's imagine a world where we hadn't had any of the marvin horniness stuff beforehand and this was the only moment we saw when they kissed and he acted like this sure. i would actually think this individually in a vacuum was adorable yes, I agree. and he's like oh my god y'all renee kiss me like that's funny <laughs> yes. because it is yeah. such a matter of fact friend kiss so Corey and alex filmed first Corey kills it does a great job yeah Looks great in drag. <laughs> Unshocking. And, they, and they're also going to get couple themes. Mm-hmm. And yes. they are business couple. <laughs> business couple was... And I, I thought it was unfair to give Corey the least fun couple. Mm-hmm. But he did have fun with it. Sure. There's also always going to be an extra walking by the men dressed as women that they're supposed to have different <laughs> uh, levels of flirting with. Which oh, also I thought makes, interactions were pretty fun. <laughs> no, I think they're fun. But I think it's funny that in the world of this, it's supposed to be this couple that meets and is so overwhelmed by each other that they have to kiss. And then yet also they're making the female character in this. <laughs> Bean looks like any man. <laughs> Real hoey so energy. On Maine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alex makes a mistake, I believe, of actually trying to 
act with yes. feelings. Yes, yes. She went too yeah. real with it, I think. Yeah. This <laughs> Okay, we have to talk about should we talk about the lick here? Or should we yes. talk about Okay. Yeah. Because it's Renee and Marvin go next. They do fine until it's time to kiss. And then as Gianna says, Starvin Marvin licks Renee's face clean like a cat. There's also a very aggressive butt grab. Mm-hmm. Which is worse because it's less weird. Because he licks her eyeball. He licks like, her Like, it's not sexy. Eye. <laughs> and, like, if you were... I don't know. If they had... Ta- it's very clear, both here and later in panel, that Renee was not expecting that. Because I, mm-hmm. part of me was like, did they end up planning that to just be as no. stupid as possible? But you find out later, of course not. And they were, we forgot to mention, surfer couple. Because were they? <laughs> Not at all. I thought Renee's acting. We'll talk about it in the, oh. at the panel, too. I, I thought she was good. Yeah, me too. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> we learn also that the fragrance is called questionable. And the catchphrase we'll learn later. <laughs> <laughs> Smell like a man, feel like a woman. <laughs> What? <laughs> this is just a drag. I know some people get annoyed when we talk about drag race. This is just a drag race challenge that was rejected from that show. But also, if you had to live in the world, wouldn't you want to switch those two yes! things? Yes. <laughs> you want to feel like a man and smell like a, smell woman. Like a woman. You don't want to smell like a man, That's but also feel feel like sm- <laughs> the misogyny of being a woman. <laughs> but smell body odor. <laughs> You want to be stinky and oppressed? <laughs> That's not on top at all. <laughs> you want to be stinky and oppressed? I can only imagine that now with the opening credits. You want to be stinky and oppressed? Corey's quote of the episode. What do you call that? Method acting? I call that fornication in the making. <laughs> so fun. Phil and Giada are next. The they preppy, are the preppy couple. couple. The preppy what? couple. Why did they bother putting a wig on Phil's wig? Just give him the headband. Yeah, just style that hair. <sighs> and then Phil slips Gianna tongue, which she's upset about, but only because he got to it before she could. Yeah, yeah. And this is who Corey's referring to. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Then Don is put in ruby slippers. <laughs> As the cheerleader couple. Well, first we get we get Chris and Nina as the Hollywood couple, which means what? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I don't even know what this is referencing. <laughs> is this like a Pete Wentz, Ashley Tisdale thing? Yes. 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 <laughs> but Corey says what I was writing in my notes. I was like, Chris is gorgeous. <laughs> Chris, looks gonna, Chris looks like a drag queen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Corey was like, he can be my drag sister. Get him in drag in right now. And then it makes, they put Chris in these enormous shoes that he almost immediately bites at it. Like yes. Nina saves him yeah. from cracking his head open on the ground. And she looks so small. She's so tiny. Two good things from people we don't get to say a lot of good stuff about. Phil and Gianna getting into character right beforehand. And them trying to play the reverse stereotypical gender roles. And Phil saying, have you told me you love me yet? And Gianna going, you know I do. (laughs) So funny. And then Jeremy's actually really cute when they're talking about kissing. And he holds the script over his face. Because (laughs) little kid Jeremy's like, oh my god, everyone's kissing. (laughs) 
But now we get to Don and Kanani. As the cheerleader couple, which I argue isn't what Kanani is playing. Oh. Why aren't they just, like, athletic couple? Yeah, Kanani's clearly basketball player, right? Because she even does a hoop. Yeah. Yeah, she does a swish. Yeah. And then Jordan is, as I said, in ruby slippers for some reason. Johnny, like us, has grown to love Don. I literally wrote the exact same note, (laughs) Hannah. Johnny Uh is us. I've come to really like Don. Oh, my God, y'all. The exact wording of it. I've grown to really love Don. Ah, Johnny is us. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny's in real time. In real time. (laughs) Learning about Don. But also, Don is trying to get eliminated. Yes. Sorry. (laughs) He starts by going, Woo! Woo! (laughs) You know, like, cheerleaders on the street are going, Yeah! Sports! I wish he had done just a cartwheel. Just like, ah. You sure before they stopped her, Kanadi was going to do like a full adjust herself in the shorts moment? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which is great. And then Jordan continues to and be terrible. And then we get to the part of the episode that sent JW so hard that he had to call me to talk about it. Really? <laughs> I hadn't caught up with Hannah in a while, and I heard this. I heard this line, and I was like, "I can't continue." So, Jordan is getting part of the goth couple, which should be one of the easiest, easiest. ones to do. Uh-huh. Because also, oh my God. Goth, such a character. Goth. Well, also, the gender switch is not really a gender switch. No, because that clothing tends to be a little bit more agendered. Yes. Yes. So. Jordan says that she has trouble getting into a gothic character, she keeps saying. (laughs) Gothic. Because she comes from a small town with only white people and some Hispanics, so she doesn't know what gothics are. And I was like, there are black goths, but I think we stereotypically associate goths with white people. And... (laughs) And in small town Oregon, where everyone is sad and miserable, yeah. you don't think fucking goths are in Bend, Oregon, or whatever the fuck? How? Ugh. Did she think goth was a Visigoth? Yes, clearly like, gothic. She, she talks about it like it's another race. Yes. <laughs> like, she's like, I only have white people and Latinos. And three Latinos. <laughs> How am I supposed to know gothic? So funny. I do want to give to Jeremy that I thought his little bit of spraying the perfume at other people was really funny. I also thought that was funny, too. It felt like Jeremy knows goth people. Also, Jeremy looks way better with some eye makeup because it evens out his eyes. The only thing, really, I'm going to give to Jordan this episode is when she describes kissing someone at work as actors and actresses who are married and go on yeah. set and do their acting and at the end of the day it's just professional yes yes that's what life actually is yes Absolutely. you kiss people who you aren't attracted to all the, all time, the time and it's fine it's a, your it's job. not it's neither good nor bad it's fine yes when we go back to the house we're treated to i'm pretty sure footage from the first night but it still doesn't help her case no oh i see what you're saying yeah because we have more of jordan in the middle of the night as the men are like working out outside staring at her photo (laughs) i really enjoyed the peanut gallery doing her commentary track (laughs) (laughs) and especially since she can clearly hear it just like all right this is the correct (laughs) amount of ribbing Yes. yes And she had the correct response to it. Poor yeah. Dawn just doing bicep curl after bicep oh, curl. His arms oh. must be so sore. <sighs> That's why he had noodle arms in the, 
in the video because he can't. Mm-hmm. He has to just throw <laughs> <So> them. <tired. laughs> Why does Nina have to be dared to get into the hot tub? Yeah, it was odd. Yeah. We get some cute Corey backstory that he met his boyfriend while doing drag. I was so mad that we're finally getting cute, fun backstory from Corey. And then Phil has to butt in <gasps> with the story we've already heard 8,000 times. Can I just say, this is one of my biggest, and I know not everyone's a great conversationalist. It takes practice. I get it. This happens to me on dates so often that I start and I'm like, a quarter of a way through an anecdote about myself. And they're like, got it. Exactly. I've done that too. And here's a longer story that I'm going to uninterrupted tell you mm-hmm. because I just want to hear myself talk instead. Yeah. And I think that person mistakenly thinks they're relating to the yes. person, but I'm like, but you need to let them finish their thing first. Yeah. Sometimes actively in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to tell my story, but this is my friend and I want to hear the end of theirs, So I'm going to wait. Because mm-hmm. Cor was even getting deep. He was like, So my boyfriend saw all of me for me. And I was like, Wow, we're getting heavy. Yeah. I will say, we have a moment of camp, though, to make this fun. Mm-hmm. Because Gianna saying, Oh, I left the shower running and then walking <laughs> 10 feet and sitting <laughs> on a chair. It's like when I want to get off a phone call and I'm like, The oven dinged. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's never once. And. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be kind to Phil earlier this episode, but apparently he's been telling Gianna that he wants to kiss her, and oh, if I didn't have a girlfriend, <sighs> and that has moved beyond the realm of yeah. a work crush. Yeah. Yeah. Fully. I have a question about Tyra's outfit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> How much texture is on it? <laughs> because it's either all the texture or zero texture. <laughs> I'll be honest, I only vaguely remember the outfit because the wig, the wig was so outrageous. <laughs> I like this trend that each episode, maybe I take a photo and then send it to JW and Hannah mm. because Tyra mm. seems to want shoulder pads, but there were none on set. So instead, she just wadded up something and shoved it under her dress. Take a look at the photo I just sent you. Look at those shoulders. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh I remember yeah. this. This, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. this is some. It's like how... Um, <laughs> so I was in cabaret when I was in high school. And when you do cabaret with high schoolers, you have to make only two people look really old. And they're <laughs> yes. the ones who are really sad about it. Because when you're in high school, you don't want to play an old person. Right. And for the, the girl who played the older woman, they made her fake boobs. And they took a pair of stockings and they put bean bags in them. <laughs> Woof. And that's what Tyra did to her shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I actually have a photo to send you as well please, before we get please. too deep into panel. Because Is everyone loving this audio podcast? Where they're like, <laughs> we'll post them. We can we'll post, post them. them. <laughs> I'm kidding. There is some demonic. What if I sent y'all a picture of just me going like, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Some demonic collage happening at the house because there's a wall hanging where they have posted the face of a male model who is not in the house over the body of a flamenco dancer. It's a bearded woman and it's Adam. It's Adam who was the misogynist that they eliminated and it's a bearded woman. Oh, it's his plate mask. Uh (laughs) They kept all the masks and now they're just making collage. Yes. I can't tell you I wouldn't. <laughs> no, it's great. But I love catching them in the background. Oh, yes. 
to continue the circus theme, I'm pretty sure this is a bearded lady. Uh -huh. Amazing. I have a question about how Chris dresses for panel. Okay. He always puts on big glasses, and he's not the first glasses wearer that's like, I know I need to be able to see the photos. Are he and Jeremy trading those yes, glasses? Yes, these are not prescription glasses. Mm -hmm. Sure. No, no, no. I, I, I was getting there mentally, for sure. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he kind of tries to dress like he's Clark Kent. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Like a Lots cartoon Clark Yeah. And it's just funny because he doesn't dress like that in any other... And that's also not model basic. I feel like the dude should just be in black or white tank tops or t-shirts, jeans, shoes. Agreed. I think you can have fun with the pants also. Like sure. some kind yeah. of like cool like leather pants, dress likes, whatever. I think there's room to have fun. But the suspenders is just a weird choice. No. Apple bottom jeans? Come on, guys. Yeah. And we've, been, we've been skirting around it. But we need to have a conversation about Tyra's hair and makeup. Because oh my gosh. the... The eyebrows are not related at all. One of them is so high yeah. on her forehead. Is this quick drag? Is this a quick drag moment? She had 15 minutes to get ready. Because yes, also, I, the hair looks like it was transported in a plastic bag. The hair looks like what they used for Phil in the commercial. Yes. It's so funny because she does have a consistent style vibe this cycle so far. It feels like she's trying to do some sort of throwback, I don't know, 70s, 80s, something, another thing. Like everything feels vintage, but not executed well. Yeah. It's all so shitty. And her makeup is so orange it's very saturated to top it all off she appears to be having some trouble with these shoes <gasps> well because she falls over almost also, yeah these shoes are from another outfit they are pink pumps with metallic toe covers i feel like these are all leftover nine west shoes <laughs> tyra just cleaned a house <laughs> she's like i'm not gonna wear a guess <laughs> so chris and nina are first as hollywood couple <laughs> and i have a question for kelly how is this not going to be draggy? How? At what point? Like, what? if nothing else, what? because they're also in heels, the men are eight feet taller than the women <laughs> in everything. I'm sorry. Chris does great. When yeah. he pulled his hair back. It was so real. Oh. Yes. It was great. And I think Nina did the best she could with this styling. Yeah. yeah. Her, she was wearing baggy clothes because she couldn't fit in anything. And the tyrant says is so impressed by nina by saying like for a girl that to me is like a fairy <laughs> <laughs> she's not ethereal because she's not blonde anymore exactly. so redhead sure. fairy red is fairy <laughs> yes don and kanani are next kanani kills destroys the entire this. thing <laughs> that hoop that swish, oh that swish it's so good and tyra says that she was so attracted to kanani but only if she had had a penis and she says, if only you had had a penis. It is, I can't imagine, I can't believe that came out of Tyra's mouth. And then I can't the believe especially because the editor. Like, if you're only a little taller and had a little penis. <laughs> but then the editors kept it in. I just can't believe that Tyra acknowledged that she wanted to have sex. <laughs> yes. That's not the Tyra I know. <laughs> Kelly Catrone has never been more positive about anything in her entire life. It's weird. Yeah. And does she literally say that this is her first 10 she's ever given? Or just this episode? What she, I she think says it's something probably about her first the first 10. 10 ever. Because she's not a, a 10s girl. And does Kanana get three 10s? 
Yes, she does. Tens across the board for Kanani. That's incredible. It's deserved, but also Mm -hmm. I was like, holy crap, that seems rare. You would think one judge would have been like nine, just so it's not like, well, Kanani won. And then Dawn gets nine. JW, your opening quote, where Kelly tries to tell everybody, because she knows about television. Oh, yeah. That there's this thing in TV called pop, and you're popping. Tell me you don't know television without telling me you don't know television. (sighs) Goth couple Jeremy and Jordan are next. And I think it's fine up until Jeremy covers his entire torso. Yep. But when they're doing the kiss. Yep. But also, they get black and white for their commercial. Style choices. And Tyra calls Jordan. Out. Tyra calls Jordan out. And I loved it. I loved her calling her on her bullshit, but I really hate it because we know Jordan's like backstory that she just called Jordan not smart. Mm-hmm. Sure. I was like, Tyra, you can say, hey, that's not an excuse for knowing the reference. We had an acting coach there, we had whatever, but she just like implies that Jordan's a dumbass, which I was yeah, like, Yeah, I just wish it had been a different word. A model who's not savvy, a model sure. who's not interested, a model who's not whatever. There are lots of words she could have used other than smart. Sure. But it also might be the only thing, the only word that will get Jordan to stop pulling this. Yeah. Mm. And it goes to Nina's point. Earlier in the episode where Jordan seems to turn on the dumbness when it suits her. Turn on the dumbness. Turn off the light. Turn on the dumbness. I will say. (laughs) Spider-Man. I will say, especially as a woman in certain situations, I go performatively dumb to get myself out of stuff. Usually when men are being gross. (laughs) Oh, do you think I don't become (laughs) performative? When I lived in California and would get pulled over for racist reasons because I was in a old Cadillac. And they'd pull me over and I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Did I do that? And I become like the gayest, dumbest person ever. And they're like, I don't know how to comprehend this. Maybe Mm -hmm. I'll hate crime them. No, move along. (laughs) Yes, of course. You you can't pull sexy, dumb baby on the woman who invented Invented sexy, sexy dumb baby. (laughs) (laughs) I just think part of me is also... Tyra's having less fun this panel. Oh, yeah. Which is weird because Rob and Kelly are having the time of their lives. Yes. I I thought Rob was going to be so uncomfortable by this, but he's living his best life. Kelly's living her best life. I think Tyra is seeing how dumb the commercial is and that it was made to be dumb. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, people aren't going to take my guy cycle seriously. While Kelly and Rob are like, this is what we signed up for. Yes. I expected Rob to be bad too, but to be fair, this fits his idea of gender roles, so he's enjoying it. But I also think that Tyra didn't think this was going to be dumb. That's what I mean. Yeah. I agree with you on both counts. I also think Rob, in a way, is freed from his one thing, which is, is is woman female enough and is man man enough? (laughs) And that's I do love his idea that he says female and man. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you know 100%. he says female and man. <laughs> female and man is such so funny. <gasps> Preppy couple, Gianna and Phil. I really enjoy Gianna's toothpick work. Me too. Me too. Don't know why that's preppy. No. No. I have, I have a question. What fell off of Phil? Because something, he turns around and something falls off of him. A jewel or something <laughs> which away. <laughs> It's just like, what? Huh? I think Phil is pretty overpraised for this, and Gianna is pretty underpraised. I agree. I thought they were both the middle. Yes. Yeah. Also, preppies, tough. 
Yeah. Preppy's not a thing. No. Especially not a two-line thing. No. Yeah, we didn't talk about the dialogue, but the only piece of dialogue that's weird (laughs) is that the woman, the female character, played by the male contestant, has to say, be gentle. Hated that. And the only person I think who really nails it is, again, Chris. Chris. Be gentle. (laughs) Like, so stupid. (laughs) And this is where... I love you doing (laughs) this. Be gentle. Chris is just an actor. This is the only thing he's good at. Yeah. I love it. We went crazy on the graphics for the fan quote this week. Whoa, whoa, Including whoa. wacky sounds. <laughs> Imagine you're in the year that this is being broadcast and you go to vote and you see these clips. <laughs> How do you, as a fan, judge this? <laughs> How do you, as a human being... <laughs> as, as you can hear, we're not actually talking... We have no reference other than There's our no, memories. Who cares? Whatever. <laughs> Corey and Alex, business couple, are next. And then Brian Boy says, straight for pay. A rare inversion of the classic mm. model. <laughs> a rare time that I thought Brian Boy said something funny. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Because everyone but Rob, of course, because it's but Rob, is convinced by Corey kissing Alex. And he fully just says, I wanted to show you guys that I could kiss a girl. Because he knows what game he's playing, being forced to play. Mm -hmm. And conspiracy theory. Fan Claudia is Anna Delvey. She is like... I don't love this thing from Corey. It's not VIP. It's not giving VIP. No, she liked it. I know, but her voice is... her. It's Anna Delvey. Sure. She's from nowhere. What is this? <laughs> it is so good. Every Every video review from a viewer is now an audition to be the wackiest character. Like, yes. like we figured out how you get on this show. Yeah. It's like American Idol auditions. Uh-huh. I was shocked, shocked, I say, when Kelly gave Alexandra an eight. She has hated her. Yes. And yet, and yet. She just needed it, to be bigger in this. Yeah, like, it, d- it yeah. didn't serve Alex well that she was paired with Corey because Mm-mm. you're just going to focus on how good Corey is. And Alex's styling was nothing nothing Mm-mm. like it wasn't even that businessman the wig is especially bad for her because for businessmen they could have just given her a super slicked ponytail and hid the ponytail hid the under ponytail. her collar and she would have been better served in this saggy baggy suit where it looks like he's it looks like alex is going to an interview after they haven't had a job in three years like <laughs> it was so weird or like a kid in his dad's suit yeah it was so strange intern vibes first mm. interview ever and then finally we have marvin and renee one weird thing about the commercial besides the stuff we've already talked about and we'll talk about in a little bit because tyra decides to tyra show renee for a second Ugh. is Ugh. that marvin doesn't say the be gentle line no because like, he forgot it yeah just wanted to get to the kiss and <laughs> renee's acting is good yes when she goes very good uh, funny because he's not doing surfer and she is. Yes. Yeah. And because Tyra has decided that she doesn't like how silly the commercials are, she like punishes Renee for it. She gives her a six. Well, this is after, for a moment, I gave Tyra credit and then it got swiftly rejected when it looked like Tyra was worried that Renee, like that this licking and this stuff, because she was like, 
you're laughing now. So did you like it? And I'm like, Tyra, do you not know what nervous laughter is? And we know Her Renee's a nervous is so laughter. so uncomfortable. This is an incredibly uncomfortable situation. They only had one take and he took advantage of having one take. And I appreciated that the show left in the edit of Renee fully explaining, like, look, Marvin went super off script. Like, mm-hmm. we, pr- we like, talk, we practice, we kissed beforehand. I wasn't expecting this. And this should have been Marvin going home, I think. I think yes. this should have been a moment mm-hmm. of, like, in another cycle where the scores weren't a thing, I think this could have been at least a bottom two of, like, look, Marvin, that is not what we do. We this work with acceptable. our partners. I like to think with a different judging panel, if, like, Paulina were there. Oh, yeah. Or sure. Andre Leontali or something like that, that he would have gotten called to task at all. Even, but honestly, instead, Nigel like, oh, used to Marvin. hate people going off script. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But instead, we just get, oh, Marvin, this house is making you crazy. So call out order. And Tyra says that the first call out will get the, quote, keys to the Tyra suite and lots of powers that go with that. She does not say the phrase screen captures. No. Which is a shame because these screen captures are amazing. These are everything. (laughs) At least we get to see every single one. Yes. (laughs) So Corey gets first with an 8-7. Hooray. Which is the highest fan score too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then Kanani with a 7-6. I did feel a little bad for her that triple tens did not lead to a number one call out. Sure. Then Dawn with a 7-6. I'm surprised that Dawn was that high. I think Dawn was surprised that Dawn was that high. (laughs) Then Phil with a 7-4. Surprised. You know why I think Dawn was that high, now that I'm thinking about it? They, by far, had the best kiss. And I think that was helpful. Because they're not in a relationship with one another, so they're not awkward. (laughs) I also think that Dawn and Phil got funny points because they had beards. Mm. And I mm-hmm. think it was just like, oh, women with beards, hilarious. Kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, hey, Dawn went for it. I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. hate on True. Dawn too much. I was just like, if I had watched that independently, I'd have been like, too much. Yeah. <laughs> then Jordan with an 8-2. Shocking. <sighs> and then more shocking. Yes. Chris only got a 6-3. That so is pretty. rough. Then Jeremy with a 7-5. How? Wait, I just realized 6-3 is the lowest of all the fan scores. Yes, yes it is. It is. Mm-hmm. That is not deserved. That's ridiculous. No. Then Renee with a 6-4, the <sighs> second lowest score. Oh, Renee cannot catch a fucking break. Nope. I know that we've talked about, reasonably so, multiple episodes and multiple cycles now, unfortunately, that the social media has a very racist tendency to mm-hmm. not favor the contestants of color. And but especially seems... the darkest skinned contestants. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. But it seems particular with Renee. Yeah. It seems more pointed and more yeah. consistent. Like Renee could not win no matter what. It's Do you insane. think it's because the fans love Jordan so much? Because Jordan keeps getting these very high fan scores. And since Renee doesn't like Jordan, is that like but a thing? But were people watching it, it like in the moment? No, yeah, it's true. They're not watching. I, I truly don't know. I don't understand I it. Just think like, were there, were there little audition colors. videos? And did Renee have one that was like, I hate I Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want her to just be like, I hate Jordan. Don't vote for her. And they're like, no. <laughs> the only thing that's worse than fans is Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> 
I wish you would say it. I wish uh, Renee would say it. I just want I another reason. reason. I just want another reason. <laughs> then Nina with a 6-9. Low for Nina, I feel like. Yeah. And Marvin with a 6-7. I don't know how he gets that high a score. And that's not that high a score considering. And I don't know how he gets that high a score licking her face. Which leaves Alexandra v. Gianna. Neither of which's fan scores will be even close to the bottom. No. I did like his little stay in there to Gianna. I thought that was cute. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gianna, you stand before me because one week performance and you can find yourself at the bottom when just weeks before you were at the top. I was not impressed with your performance. Yeah. This is the episode where Tyra decides to start hating Gianna. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have Alexandra, back to Alexandra, who hasn't been on the top, as Gianna has, but has been floating. And floating can get you by, but when you float, you either rise or sink. Not really. No, that's not what floating is. As the non-swimmer of the podcast, (laughs) let me tell you, I just sink. I never float. But But if you're floating, you don't sink. Sink. You know how, you know those little things you put on kids' arms so they don't sink to the bottom of the pool? They're called floaties. <laughs> so, Gianna stays with a 7-5 versus Alexandra's 7-7. Seven, 7-7, seven. Seven, seven, which is higher than 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 other contestants. Uh-huh. <sighs> but you know what? I'm going to say it. This is the best thing for Alexandra because now she doesn't have to perform at challenges, which she, we know she's bad at. Yeah. So this is the best thing for her because her challenge scores have been high. Yeah. And then I just got to say, Tyra then compares Alexandra to Monica Bellucci, who is an amazing person to be compared yep. to. She is one of the most stunning women potentially who has ever been. Tyra calls her a model. Which she was at one point. Sure. But she is famous for being an actress. Yes. <laughs> which never gets brought up. And also, if you're eliminating her this episode, the acting challenge, it seems Wild. weird. I do think they kind of favor one another, though. I get the, yeah, I get the vibe. Yeah, they look just similar. It. So, is there anything else before? Nope. She talks mm. about her mother, which is very sweet. Yeah. So, this is a little bit of a spoiler, y'all. So, skip Ooh. ahead or just in the episode. Thank you for billing. Podlatum at podlatum.gmail. Hashtag. So, what was that? What was that? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a spoiler, but we don't have to do an "Are they still on top for Alexandra just yet?" Because she is going to be coming back on the show. <gasps> do, 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 do. Which I didn't remember nor predict. And good me either, for Alex. But it makes sense watching the show, seeing her fan scores, and seeing that how good she is in pictures. Yeah, it does. It's actually the way the fan score is supposed to work mm-hmm. yes and especially since even in the episode she's eliminated she's got one of the higher ones i'm like well it makes sense if you're gonna eliminate someone with a high one mm-hmm. i i you know what i liked alex and i didn't yeah. understand the hate on the show for her <laughs> I this wish, is it, she's, she's also a the, person that like unfortunately didn't get much in the way of like what her personality was except that she was one of our competitive people yeah. yeah, and she's a little gossipy, which I like. Oh, mm-hmm. I loved that part. But what's she's also the classic now, the classic person that we see is bad at challenges, like we know number-wise, but then we mm-hmm. don't actually really see the performance a lot of the times yes. in the challenges. Kind of a Nastasia Yeah, moment. which is a, mm-hmm. kind of a weird, 
contestant trope that I didn't necessarily think. She must have been boring bad and not interesting yes. bad. One yes. of the things that really hurt Alexandra in her time on the show so far is that in this cycle, unfortunately, if you're not paired with one of the men opposite gendered contestants you have less storyline because that's yeah. what they're so focused on and alex didn't have that no she was focused on the competition yeah renee's saving grace is she hates jordan mm -hmm. with every fiber Absolutely. of her being including yeah. that toe she lopped off and now they're trying to do a marvin renee something pairing. Mm -hmm. well i don't think we've seen the last of that if i'm remembering oh. the cycle correctly yeah. so we'll see what happens but if you want to see what happens perfect you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. You can also reach out to us at podleadum.com or send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. And you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm on TikTok at JDB Crump. Okay. And be sure to use the hashtag podleadum anytime you do, because that's how we see it. I mm -hmm. refuse. I'm back to refusing. I'm in my obstinate era. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot hot Ugh, it's so muggy here yeah by oh. the time this releases it'll be july and y'all worst two months of the season july and august, august. trash <laughs> months <laughs> trash <laughs> months so for podleadum i've been lex basile price i'll be hannah jane ginsburg and i'm jw crump and we'll see you on top Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.